Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Passion Business Podcast, the podcast for free spirits with a big idea who want to turn their passion into a business. I'm Anke Herman and I'm your host. My guest today is a coach and author based in California. She works with coaches, healers, mystics, and other spiritually based feminine entrepreneurs, teaching them the art of feminine marketing. Because as women, we bring different things into the world in different ways. And when we can tap into all of who we are and bring that into our marketing and our business, then we get to have those results that we're looking for without sacrificing our lives, our families, or our health. And she's just released her book, Love-Based Feminine Marketing, The Art of Growing a Six-Figure Business Without Hustle, Grind, or Force. Enjoy the conversation with Julie Fouch. Hello and welcome, Julie. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Wonderful. Now, let's just dive straight in. Let, let us know where you're based and what's your business. So I am in Monterey, um, which is central California. Um, and I actually am in a little spot in Monterey that's the Sun Belt. Mm. So I'm sitting here looking out my window at 32 acres of 32 acres, miles, 32 miles, a big chunk of Bureau of Land Management in my backyard, wilderness, wow. with the sun shining through. Just really grateful that I'm not in the middle of the country where it's freezing. Wow. <laughs> and wait, what was the second part? I'm just so happy that it's the sun is shining today. Um, <laughs> And the second part of your question was about what I do. Yeah. Um, and I coach coaches, healers, mystics, um, other spiritually based feminine entrepreneurs. And what I've really been working with them on is the art of feminine marketing and how we as women are designed differently and how we bring different things into the world, different ways of being when we can tap all of who we are and bring that into our marketing and bring that into our business, then um, we get to have those results that we're looking for without sacrificing our lives, our families, our health. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds delicious. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, but, um, now, I'm obviously curious how you got into that and what sparked the focus on the feminine. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, the, I'm really curious about that because I worked in IT for a long time and that was like totally male dominated. So, you know, yeah, yeah. So there is a difference. So, yeah. How did you get to do get into that? That's a really great question. Um, what happened was I started my coaching business and I was coaching business women, but I was very, um, I was very masculine about it. It was very much, I learned all the formulas and then I would go teach the formulas and I was really enjoying the work. But when my clients would show up, I would also slip in the spirituality. So they'd show up and say, how do I build a program? And I'd say, well, let's go meditate first, right? Let's let's touch base with your creative first. 
but I wasn't advertising that. I wasn't, and my clients would say, whoa, that was way more than I expected, you know? And I, I'd be like, let's do a work day. And then I'd play my drum at the work day. And they'd be like, whoa, you know, I expected something different. And, and I couldn't help myself because that's who I was. Mm-hmm. And I built a business. I was right on the verge of my first six-figure year. And um, I was doing really well. And I was working a lot of hours, right? Because I was an entrepreneur. My husband was an entrepreneur. We were working. I was working 12-hour days and, you know, a little bit on the weekends, which sometimes was a lot on the weekends. And um, I had been invited to join a group of six and seven-figure leaders in the personal development coaching industry talking about the problems in the industry and how things needed to change. Because there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. I know you and I talked about the whole how to make six figures in six weeks while, you know, eating caviar. I mean, the, the stupid promises that are being made out in the world. And there's a lot of that that goes on. And so we were having these discussions. And here I was, I joined because I was going to, I mean, I was within a few thousand dollars in my first six-figure year. I knew I was going to make it. And the universe said, you have not been listening to us, child. And I was stopped at a red light and a car came up and hit me. And it wasn't a big, big truck hit the back of my little car. And it wasn't the first hit. It was the second hit where he bumped me twice that did it. And I went from working 12 hours a day to barely managing three or four hours. So I would get up, have a client call and go lay on ice. Um, And I spent four months really not being able to do much because of my back. And in that space, this voice started to whisper to me, there is a different way. There is a way that's healthier for women. There's a way that's healthier for the planet. I need somebody to birth me into the world. Will you be the one? And I started to listen to this voice. I started to remember my roots. I started to remember that what was important to me was really my connection to source and that I create through my connection to source. At the same time in this mastermind group that I had joined, I was talking to women who said, I built a seven-figure business and then it gave me cancer. I built a six-plus-figure business and I had adrenal fatigue. I, At the time, I was also podcasting. I met a woman in LA and she said to me, I came home from a speaking gig and she was the head of a seven-figure business. She was the face of this business she built with her husband, multi-seven figures, came home from a speaking gig and couldn't get out of her car. And her Mm -hmm. husband came to the car, found her sobbing in the car, and she said, I can't walk to the house. I'm so exhausted. And she spent several months in bed after that. She said it was quite a shock to her husband when she said, I'm not going back out and doing it again. Mm. right? She's created something new. So I was hearing these stories and I was having this experience myself and the art of feminine marketing started to drop in. And I was really focused on marketing at that point and really teaching marketing. Um, I had, I was introduced to a really great teacher who taught me how to use shadow work and wounds work to create really powerful marketing, Mm -hmm. which was awesome. And um, I realized that if we as women continue to run business in with our masculine leading, because we all have feminine and masculine, but if we continue to run business with our masculine leading, we were not only going to 
um, completely destroy ourselves, we were going to completely destroy the planet. And then I really started to listen. Because I have little people that I want them to have a good life. Hmm. You know, I have, I have seven grandkids. I don't want to destroy the planet before they get to be adults. Yeah. And um, so it became really important to me. And that was about, oh my gosh, four or five years ago. And as the feminine did, it revealed itself over time. And I began to do the work and, and then I had to walk the talk. And <laughs> so it unveiled and then I would shift how I was doing things and a little bit more would unveil. And it's really, it's really fun because we were talking, I just did a live event. And at the live event, I talked about the shifting that happens for women. Mm. Um, I, and, and I will tell you the results of making the shift into doing it the feminine way was that my income skyrocketed, my satisfaction skyrocketed. Um, I work with just amazing women and um, I got a lot of my time back. Like there's way more ease in my business. There are some days I even go, it's business hours. Cause you know, I'm still like the old pattern still runs. I go business hours. What are you doing? I'm going for a walk, right? You know, my business wants me to be in nature. That's so true. Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Now, how did you, I mean, did have you always worked there? How did you get to be a coach to start with? Um, I, several years ago, I went through a, um, a divorce. I was in a 20-year abusive relationship. And when I divorced him, I was looking for a way to heal myself because I knew that I would never have a different life if I didn't do the work myself. So I got involved in some large group personal development courses and out of that was invited to, to join a startup company mm. that did goal achievement through personal development. And um, that was really interesting. We shut that company down uh, after about a year and a half but I really loved the work. So I thought, mm. I need to find a way to keep doing this work. Didn't know anything about coaching. Didn't know that there was a profession of coaching, right? This is like 2014. And I'm like, I, I 2014, 2004. Um, and I'm like, what am I going to do? And I was online and I found the Coaches Training Institute. And I went to their first class and I was like, this is what I've been looking for my whole life. So. I went through all of their classes, all of their certification, and um, really just fell in love with this work because when I left that first marriage, I was broken. I felt like, um, you know, I stayed in the marriage for 20 years because I didn't think that I could make enough money to raise my kids. Yes. And I actually went to an employment agency and they told me I was worth no more than $10 an hour. Wow. And I was just like, I can't raise four kids on $10 an hour, mm. right? So I stayed in this relationship. Um, and so it became really important to me that other women not have, not be making choices based on their limitations. And so when I found CTI and I started training to become a coach, I knew that there were some keys here to helping women to really be empowered so that they were making choices that were good for them 
good for their children and good for their communities versus making choices because they didn't feel like they had any other choice. And um, yeah, so I kind of fell into it and then discovered that was what I was meant to do. And, uh, and then it just continues to grow and evolve over the years. That, yeah, I mean, the, the abusive relationship is like, well, like, you know, well, you know, I've had like a tiny little stint of it. Fortunately, got hourly this, but like, you know, so many people go through that kind of thing and that sensation of not seeing any options, not seeing a way out. I think that is kind of probably the worst part of it. Yeah. And, and you know, for me, I justified it. You know, it was like, oh, I've never had visible bruises. Oh, you know, it only happens a couple times a year. Um, you know, he punched the wall, not my head, right? Like I was standing there, but he deliberately didn't punch me. He just punched the wall next to me, right? So it's not really that big a deal. It's not really. Um, and it really was because I walked around in fear the whole time. But um you know, and my kids and I, you know, everybody has the ramifications of that. Mm. And I, I have gone back and I've done the forgiveness work and I've let it go because it brought me to this place of discovering how strong I really am. Um, you know, I just, I, I just wrote an email where I said, I walked the underworld and I found a pathway out. I know what the pathway is out from the underworld whether it's an abusive relationship or a job you hate, or I know the pathway out because I've done it. And so that is part of the, the gifts and the skills that I now get to bring into my coaching work yeah. to help other women find their pathways. So they are making choices that are for their highest and best good, not choices because they're in fear. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Now, if you like you you've started off sort of the traditional masculine way right and now your work is different so what would you say is the main difference between like let's say masculine and feminine marketing i love that question um if if your listeners could see me i'm grinning because i love that question <laughs> So here's traditional masculine marketing. It's we go out in the world and we find a problem, we create a solution, then we create a plan and we drive, 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 drive to make sales, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to work 17 hour days. I'm going to like really push sales. I'm going to drive, drive, drive. I'm going to get out there in the marketplace. I'm going to like tell people how horrible their life is without me. And I'm just going to like... <laughs> Like it's just massive, just like push, push, push. And when you look at physiology, um, you know, that's what the masculine does. It pounds, 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 right? Mm. The feminine and the way that I work now is I start by going inward, mm. right? I don't create a solution unless I have gone deeply into my connection with source. Mm. And I will actually ask the energy of my business excuse me. So your business has its own energy. You are a partner with your business in bringing the work into the physical world. But there's this whole other spiritual world 
that happens behind it. There's an energetic world behind what's going on in the physical world. So I will go and I will sit and I will say to the energy of my business, let's talk about this program. How do you want this program delivered? Who is this program for? Who am I meant to serve with this? How do we want to design it? Okay, what else do you want me to know about it? And what do you need me to do today? I will go and I I will do that with the business. If I'm getting ready to launch something, I will actually go into spirit and I will ask, can I speak with the energy of the women who are asking for this program in their lives? Mm. What do you need to hear from me to know this is right for you? What do you need me to deliver to you? What do you need um, me to see about you and to know about you so that I can be of the best service? And I do all that work in the spirit realm. I do a lot of work there before I actually go out and write a marketing piece. Um, Almost everything I write is dictated from that space. Sometimes I'll write something that's not. Like, you know, when I put out promotion for this podcast, you're going to give me some links and some words so that I can send it out. But um, a lot of it gets dictated from that place of being in connection with source. What has happened because of that is there are some strategies, proven, you see the air quotes, proven Mm -hmm. strategies that I won't use in my business because source says to me, don't do that. That won't work for you. That's fascinating. Don't do that. Oh, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> to, yeah. What stood out for me was to tap into the connection, even like I, I love, and I, I've heard, like it's not the very first time I heard, I hear this concept of, of the business being like its own energetic entity. Like it's something you can communicate with. I think that makes a lot of sense to me and to really feel into. And I think there's a, there were like a lot of potent questions in there. And I think if you sort of plant them there, it's, it's, it allows the answer to come to you rather than like you surrendering to that answer rather than going like chasing it. Yeah. I think that we um, have been taught well, I know that we've been taught in our society to do everything with our heads, mm. to think, decide, plan, do everything from our heads. And our heads aren't designed for that. Our heads are designed to collect data and, and, and sort information. That's it. Yeah. Our bodies are decide, designed to make decisions, um, either heart or gut um, or even you know, there's, there's, I don't know how, how far we can go on this podcast, but your, your genital regions are designed to make decisions for you. Um, where our soul is designed to help us become creative, to create new solutions. You know, Albert Einstein said something like the problems that exist in the world today cannot be solved by the thinking that created them. And, and I think the key there is the thinking. You know, our soul is designed to connect with source 
which is what everything is made up of and where we all come from that, whatever you want to call that thing bigger than us. And source has the answers for us. Source has the innovation. Source has the creativity. And that's, that's really being in our feminine when we are able to connect there. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. I'm, my, my background as well, part of it is technology, but there's also the creative element of it. Yeah, and and for me, the sensation of creative flow is exactly that. When the channel mm-hmm. is like wide open, and it almost it comes through you. It's not even you doing it. Yeah. Now, get this. This is something one of my mentors said to me one day, and I was just like, "Oh, mind blown." So the masculine way, right, is to rise up and pound, pound, pound. The feminine way is to deepen and widen. And so when we're in our feminine, we deepen our connection to source, we widen our ability to see, to create, to um, innovate. And so going first into the feminine is essential for being a leader in the world. Essential. Because what happens is when the masculine leads, when the masculine comes from its lowest vibration, it becomes a bully. And we, we can see that, well, we can see it in politics. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Um, but we can see it in ourselves. Like when we're leading from that low energy masculine, we bully, bully ourselves. Yeah. We talk down to ourselves. We beat ourselves up. We push ourselves too hard. Um, all of that. Now, when we lead with our feminine, the feminine, by the way, has a low energy too. And that's very manipulative. Hmm right? It's how she gets her way is by being yeah. manipulative. But when we are able to lead with that, that our highest feminine, when we are connecting, deepening, allowing, then the masculine comes in to serve. The masculine wants to serve. The masculine wants the feminine to go, I'm going to birth this new program in the world. And the masculine comes in and goes, great. Tell me what you need. Do you want a webinar? I'll create a webinar. No webinars? How about Facebook Live? Do you want a Facebook Live? Great, I'll do a Facebook Live. What, we got to write marketing? Great, give me the copy. I'll write the marketing, right? And the masculine really gets to um, be at its highest level in us by allowing the feminine to feed the masculine. And then the masculine comes in and serves the feminine. And then it becomes more powerful. Our marketing becomes more on target our efforts become easier. We actually can expand time because we're not fighting against ourselves. That makes so much sense to me because the, 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 the sensation of creative flow jumps to mind there because it's, it's mm-hmm. when it's like really, really noticeable when you're in the middle of that creative flow it isn't even, it isn't that time goes slowly. Time doesn't exist. It dissolves. It literally dissolves. And when you're all up in your head, nervous, anxious, then, you know, time goes fast. Time goes, it's, yeah. Now, each person has, you know, part masculine and part feminine energy. And I can really, like, speaks to me on a lot of levels like what you say oh yeah like it's like that's that's like i don't know that's that that's music to the soul yeah now what i'm curious about 
do you have any male clients? I actually don't anymore. I have in the past and I've made a conscious decision to only work with women. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is because it makes marketing easier, right? Mm-hmm. If you're marketing to everybody, you're speaking to no one. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm just interested um, in that sense that men also have, you know, their part they of do. feminine in, in like, is that, I they do, hmm. they do. And I, and I have this, I have a couple of, um, guys that I run into at networking events and we always have this conversation like you're leaving men out and I'm like you know what can't serve everybody you know you get to get me at this networking event and we'll share information so I don't feel bad about it Um, I do believe that I am meant to serve a small particular set of women on the planet Mm. and that as I touch their lives they become empowered. They go out and touch other lives and that's how we spread. Yeah. So, um, no, and I'm okay with not having men in my oh, practice. Oh yeah, no, I'm, 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 <laughs> you know, I'm not suggesting you should or shouldn't or whatever. Like definitely that's not where I wanted to go. What, what I was curious about, I can see and I can feel even when you, when I listen to your talk, how empowering that understanding it that way, how empowering that is for women who've been like all their lives taught yeah. and conditioned to fit in, to be small, to shut up, to be kind of size zero, or like even less if possible. And, you know, what I'm sort of, what I'm intrigued by, wouldn't men really benefit from that too? Yeah. I'm not saying you, you should be the one doing it, you know, but. Well, Part of my long-term plan is Mm. to actually have an arm of my business that does serve men Mm. and does teach this to men. I don't think I'm meant to be the person teaching it, though. Um, At least that's what I'm being shown right now. Um, But yes, that that is part of what I'm being shown is the long-term plan for this business Mm. is is, uh, how do we how do we teach this to men in a way that really serves them? And, and just like the rest of my business evolution, I will know the answer to that when source is ready for me to know the answer. And I will tell you, sometimes I get really upset. I'm like, why can't I have all the answers now? (laughs) (laughs) And, and the answer I always get is, well, what fun would the journey be then? (laughs) Yeah. Just, just be in the journey. I'm like, okay, fine. That's so true. Like, don't we all have moments of impatience when something, <laughs> you know, when we kind of try and, uh, yeah, get something created on our terms, on our schedule. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes all. And it, especially sort of looking back to my, my days in IT where it was like huge open plan office and, and, and I'm the only woman in there, you know, so there was like a lot of men and there's, there, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I don't kind of recall that they're all sort of sitting there craving more femininity in their lives, but in a way they do, in a way, I think they find that, that there's that sense of, finding a way to be masculine in the modern world. Yeah. And, and I think it's also generational, Mm, you know, um, 
I, I have a son who like he craves being in a, a small community and he works at, uh, he lives and he works at a retreat center and, you know, he takes classes at the retreat center where he works because, you know, all of this is coming into that, that realm. So I think there is a new generation of men who are looking at how do I have more of that in my life? Mm. How do I not just live with this model of patriarchy that was given to me and who are really open to that? But I believe that as women, we have to lead the way. Like we have to get out our machetes and go out there and create a pathway. Um, Dalai Lama said, Western woman will, will save the world. And I think we do that by bringing us into the world. You know, we really had, when women entered the marketplace, we had no role models. And so what we did was we emulated men. And you can see that in the fashion of the 1980s with the big shoulder pads, narrow skirts, right? (laughs) Even turning our bodies into men's bodies and power suits and ties with big shoulder pads. Yep. <laughs> with the big hair to go with that. I know I was looking at some pictures the other day and I'm like, man, I managed to make my hair big. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of spray. No. <laughs> so funny. But <clears throat> there there's no models for us. We have That's to be true. we have to be leading the way. Um and looking at what needs to change? What needs to shift? How do we break new ground here? That is, and and I'm not at all about bashing men, um, but about making the way better for everyone. Yeah. Right? So it's not about saying men are bad or masculine is bad. It's absolutely necessary. We've got to have the masculine in us. We've got it, but we've got to honor both. And there's an order to it that when we have that marriage um, just makes everything in life flow. Like you said, go into the flow. Everything in life gets better. Yeah. Everything, your business, your life, um, buying your dream home, which I unexpectedly did two years ago. <laughs> what do you mean unexpectedly? <laughs> um, we were, there were some changes going on. My husband's work was changing. Our house had been underwater the whole time we owned it. And we either needed to put a lot of money into the house or sell it. And we were like, we're going to short sell, which means we can't buy for a while. But here's where I want to live. So I walked over to this place where I wanted to live. And I called my my real estate girlfriend. I said, hey, there's a unit for sale here. It's this beautiful condo complex on the edge of the wilderness. I said, there's a unit for sale I'm not ready to buy, but will you show it to me? Because I want to start manifesting it for myself. And I want to see what they look like inside. And she said, sure. And she and my husband walked through this place and went, you could do this and you could do this. And if you did this, and, and I said, can't, 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 can't. And finally, my husband looked at me and he said, you teach this stuff. Stop saying can't. Figure it out. And I went, God, I love him. <laughs> he's right. Right. And I went home. Now, I got to tell you, I live on the central coast of California. We are not talking an inexpensive (laughs) investment. This is a big deal. So I went home 
Uh, it took us eight minutes to drive to our house. By the time we got there, I had three plans in place, put the first one in motion, put an offer on, on the place, took us about two weeks to negotiate. Within um, a month, I had manifested the down payment for it. Um, we closed escrow and then um, manifested the money to go into a seven-week remodel on something that I like had totally not planned, but it was exactly what I wanted. And it was so bad that the, my mortgage broker said to me, why did you open a credit card a month ago if you were going to buy a house? And I'm like, they gave me a discount on a sweater and <laughs> I didn't know I was going to buy a house. <laughs> He's like, that's bad. Don't do any more of that. <laughs> but right, I didn't follow any of the rules. And this is a way of being in the feminine. The masculine says, here's the rules. Get your credit. Do, you know, like pay attention to this and put aside the money and you've got to save for this long. And you know, the short sale is going to mean you can't for three years and all the rules. And I followed none of those rules. I simply connected with source and I allowed my own feminine creativity and my own feminine to come up and create for me this, this place that I now live that is like my office is purple. I have my own dedicated office that's purple. I mean, everything in here is exactly what I want. And nothing comes in here unless I use it every day or I use it, you know, frequently um, or I love it. And we just got rid of everything else because I'm creating my life the way I want my life. And that's what happens when you operate from the feminine. Now, the other thing that happens is it can be scary as hell because the feminine says, hey, guess what? We're going to evolve. Mm. And I'm going to reveal the evolution as we go, and you're going to have to let go of some things. Yeah. And you have, to, you have to say yes to that if you're operating in the feminine. Okay, I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to look like. And I'm willing. Mm. Um, but the payoff's great. <laughs> the payoff's yeah. big. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what have you got planned for the rest of the year? Or what do you, oh. I mean, you know, that, that now is that even a question that makes sense anymore <laughs> in that context? <laughs> I know. Is it? Well, I, and, and actually that's really funny because I am thinking, is that a question that makes sense anymore? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I have a little bit of allergy stuff going on. So um, not the virus, the allergy stuff going on. <laughs> um, I actually am, um, this year we're going we're gonna to run um, the year-long Art of Feminine Marketing Mastermind, for, or Sister Mind, we call it, for women who want to learn how to run their business from their feminine, um, you know, how to design their programs from their feminine, how to design their, their funnels from their feminine. Um, I also have an upper level program that will be starting later in the year um, for um, more of an embodied approach to operating out of your feminine. And um, we have a book coming out. So excited. So my friend, I know you had Teresa on, everybody who listened to Teresa's episode, I know you loved her. 
Um, she and I are with the same publisher. So her book comes out first. It's fabulous. You have to buy it. And then my book's going to come out a couple months later. And so really excited by that as well. And, you know, I have some other things I'd like to do, but we'll see. <laughs> we really have to see what Source has planned because she's really, I'm, I'm really feeling that evolution. The world is really calling us to evolve at a deeper level. And um, as that happens, more will be revealed. That's wonderful. I love that. Going with the flow, basically. Yeah. Makes all the sense yeah. to me. Going with the flow and I have the masculine support system in place, mm. right? So so I, I do, it's not like I'm just going to throw spaghetti at the wall. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So I just want to clarify for people that this being mm -hmm. in the flow doesn't mean that you're just going to see what shows up that day. So we, you know, I, I have a support system. I have plans. I have, you know, I have a conference line set up where I can do my group work. Um, but what happens through that, the evolution of the women that happens, I'm really um, looking forward to seeing what that transformation will be like at a deeper level for them this year. Yeah. So where can people go and find out about your work and get the book when it's coming out and get in touch with you basically? Yay. Um, they can, my website is juliefouch.com. Um, and I'm sure you'll put the spelling in oh, the show notes. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a little weird T at the end of that name. So juliefouch.com. You can sign up for the art of feminine marketing guidebook there. That puts you on my list. Um, we all know that signing up for something like that puts you on a list, but you'll, you know, get on the list, see what I'm writing. If it serves you great, if it doesn't, then no hard feelings get off the list. You can also connect with me on Facebook in my Facebook group, Feminine Marketing Magic. Mm. And um, we do a lot in the Facebook group, um, a lot of education. We do a lot of challenges. Um, And we're planning this year, my team and I are planning to do a lot more meditations in there, um, a lot more of that connecting with your business and with energy that you and I were talking about earlier um, in that group. So that's a, a great place to connect with myself and uh, other um, really fabulous women doing this work. That sounds fabulous. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that with us. It's, um, it's been delightful and inspiring. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Passion Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss the next one.